Welcome to the Victorian Parent Council VPC Parent Podcast Series. VPC is a registered charity organisation dedicated to everyone who support parents in educating their children. I'm Jackie Vanderbilt, your host today. Welcome back to our, our series on uh, all things tech and uh, we've been speaking with uh, Martina Oglethorpe over the last couple of sessions and it's delightful to have her back with us again. Thank you, good to be back. Martine, perhaps you can start by introducing yourself to our listeners. Uh, yes, Martine Oglethorpe from themodernparent.net, which is my blog um, and website where I talk all things uh, growing up in a digital world. Um, I am an uh, online safety and digital wellbeing uh, expert accredited by the Office of the eSafety Commission of Australia. And I spend a lot of time in schools working with uh, teachers, parents and uh, students themselves on how they can uh, safely and smartly navigate uh, all things uh, online in the digital world. And also I'm mother to uh, five boys ranging in age from seven up to 18. So I have plenty of uh, personal experience as well. Martine, I think we, we, we always go through this when we're talking about, um, say, education or uh, child development we've got a pendulum swinging and we sort of go, we feel we've gone too far one way and then there's a big pull to try and get it back. Um, and so when it comes to tech, it really is part of our children's world now um, and we would be naive to think that we can roll back time and say no tech for you. Well, absolutely. I don't think that we're going, we're going to go backwards in any way at all and I guess technology is um, it's, it's something that has been happening, you know, as far as time began we're always developing we're always coming up with new things to do and and I know that they struggled with these sorts of things when we introduced you know books and writing and worrying about losing the, the spoken word all of those sorts of things so uh, we're, we're always having these challenges um, as a society I think I guess in in this instance we are sometimes feeling now that this kind of happened very quickly and somehow we've we've ended up in a space that we're not sure that we can manage uh, at the moment and I guess that happens when we see iOS updates on our phone that now want us to, to manage our time and, and how long we're spending on time. So it's like we've realised that mm, we might have a problem with this um, and so now we're scrambling to come up with ways to uh, to, to try and, and, and take back some of that control. Um, but, yeah, we certainly are well and truly immersed in it and um, it's certainly not something that's going to be going away anytime soon. So we have to learn to 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 manage it uh, and to to work with it in a way that that doesn't um, you know that that is is a positive addition and when we use it as a tool as a positive addition and that it doesn't affect us in any adverse ways. Yeah, I think too the the, the, the rapid pace of change is probably <laughs> probably the most difficult, most challenging thing. I think definitely. Uh, I I only have to look at the different ways my own children have used technology. You know, when my 18-year-old was born, I didn't have a, a phone to take photos of him, you know, when he when he you know arrived in this world. Um, vastly different experience to my last child where, you know, there was photos and videos on phone and all of those sorts of things that could be uh, shared straight away almost with the rest of the world if you wanted. Um, so there's certainly vastly different ways that um, our children have all grown up just depending on their ages in the one household. So, yes, it has happened very, very quickly and, um, you know, things that we thought were, you know, unimaginable, you know, only years ago are certainly happening all of the time now. So it, it did happen very quickly. Caught a lot of people by surprise, I guess, I think particularly those parents who have those older teen kids now, um, they're the ones that are probably finding that 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 struggled the most 
hopefully now going forward because we are, um, uh, you know, I guess getting used to it in a, in a sense and, and it is being introduced in schools early and we're having to, to try and work out how do we, how do we incorporate it in, in good and positive ways that hopefully going forward uh, it will be something that we are getting better at managing. So what do you think the, the change in technology, um, so what the impact has been on our children in school and then in leisure? Well, I think obviously this can vary greatly with individual children and um, I think certainly we're, well, we're using technology in, in schools, um, obviously, so that, that can be a positive in ways that um, we're seeing certainly kids who, um, you know, I, I think learning is just us taking in information and letting people know that we've understood that information. So if we can do that in ways that are more engaging for children, then that can that has has proven to be um, a great asset in some schools. As long as the technology is used well, you know, it's not just a replacement for books or pens. It's um, it, if it's used in interactive ways. Um, I think that has been a real positive way um, that some kids are, for example given a project and you can get this information across in any way you like. Now, if that's a rap song in Garage Band, go for it. If that's a traditional poster with textures and pens, go for it. If that's a movie or a slideshow presentation, I think giving allowing kids to be more in charge of their own learning certainly allows them to be more engaging um, and still get that message across. So certainly we're using it in schools um, in, in much better ways, I think, and certainly this will improve as we go on and, and get better at that. And I guess obviously it's also changed some of um, our leisure time. Obviously we know kids are what uh, playing a lot more games than they used to, a lot more gaming. Um, of course we had games when we were young. I think the, uh, the ease at which they're um, accessible and I guess the you know, the advances in the technology, the games are pretty pretty spectacular um, and, and pretty true to life now. So um, there's certainly that element that makes them appealing. Um, and I guess we are, you know, watching different things. We are, you know, our, our, uh, our viewing is curated. Um, you know, we're getting to Netflix and we're, we're watching the sorts of things we want to watch. We're not just watching what the television serves us up and we're watching it when and where we want and maybe we're not all sitting around the uh, the radio like we used to be in, in uh, days gone by all listening to the one show. We might be dispersing into our rooms watching uh, stuff that's, uh, you know, more appropriate for us or something that we like. So that, of course, has certainly um, certainly changed um, some of that, that leisure activity. I still think kids are still being pretty active. We do talk about that there's a reduction in that and there's increases in obesity and things like that. But I think for families where you make that important still, it's still very important to kids. Um, you only have to go around to sporting fields on the weekend and go to parks and there's still lots of kids out playing. Um, it's not like they don't want to do this stuff anymore. I do believe parents have to work harder at that, I think, because... Because these devices do tend to answer a lot of their needs and certainly a lot of their perceived needs. So, for example, a device will, it informs us, it gives us all the information we need. We can find out what the weather's doing, what the movies, what movies are on. We can find out what our stats, our, our favourite sports person had on the weekend. We can read, we can do all sorts of things. So it gives us lots of information. It entertains us. We know our kids are watching more YouTube videos than they are television. So, and they're, you know, we're listening to music, we're playing games, all of those sorts of things. So it's a, a great source of entertainment and increasingly it's socialising and connecting us. So it's allowing us to be connected with, with our friends, um, with our family and, and it's allowing us to meet new people as well. So it's certainly playing a role in that socialisation. So it does all of those things 
Um, and so it makes it, again, difficult for us to put down and realise that there's other things we need to do. So I think when it, it works, um, families that work well with this are when we actually actively go out with our kids and take them out. And I think it's very easy for us to turn around and say, oh, but our kids would rather be on the devices. They don't want to go out and do things. Well, of course, because it's there and handy and they don't have to move far and it answers all of those perceived needs. So we do need to have to work a bit harder, I think, at, at that because we know the kids still want to play. They still want to run and ride and play sport and do all those other things, but we might have to work a little bit harder to make sure that that is kind of just built into our families and built into that culture of, of balance and, and balance play within the home absolutely couldn't agree more <laughs> but i think too i mean there's, there's some really been some really useful change what what do you think are the the key benefits because i think we, we get, can get so caught up in what's not right and what's not working um but i think there are, we're, we're missing perhaps the useful the use or the, the benefit yeah, well, I think certainly we have some benefits in, in our learning and, um, you know, obviously, you know, and, and our opportunity and all of I mean, we wouldn't be sitting here today were it not for, for these sorts of advances. And um, so certainly we have access to so much, so much information, so much opportunity. We have access to so many people. Um, you know, the schools can now be having a Skype with, with, a, with an author who wrote the book that they're teaching and, and, you know, that is just so much more interactive than sitting there and talking about it. Um, you know, we can, so that certainly in terms of our learning, um, there's lots of, lots of benefits and our opportunities going forward. Certainly in terms of um, our socialisation, you know, we are, we are connecting with, with more people and we are connecting, um, you know, with, with friends and family and, and, and reconnecting with other people. And I know that there's certainly downsides just to some of that and, you know, we don't always meet the right people and all of that sort of stuff and not everybody online is there to has our best interests at heart. But I do certainly think that that's a real benefit is this this way of connecting and, and for even a lot of young people, the studies are showing that, that um, those supports um, and, and those connections actually outweigh in many cases the negative impact of, of a life online. So we're certainly seeing a lot of those benefits of that, having that connection. And for those people that are socially or geographically isolated from their peers or those people around them, then it's certainly um, a benefit also seeing things um young people having a great awareness um of social issues and, and global issues because they are you know they're they're more um in front of them and and also some children who may not ever stand in front of assembly and talk about the plight of the koalas maybe they can create a, a gofundme page and they can be really immersed and, and feel like they can make a change even if they're that that kid is a little bit introvert or shy they are we are finding those kids are finding that they can make a difference in the world and do things um where previously they may not have so i think having access to all of those things um can certainly be a positive in in many um, in many lives um both young people and, and older people um and you know i think it's i think it's just coming to terms with some of those changes that that are sometimes tricky for for a lot of us but you know we always have We've always, I guess, idolised or fantasised about the past, the years gone by, um, and that's what generations do. Um, and uh, but you know, we have to sort of, I guess, come come full circle from that and realise that well, things change, and some things change for the better, some things not so much. But this is part of the world we live in, and let's, I guess, focus. And my focus is always with with kids and with parents and teachers is 
how can we make sure that we're getting the best that this has to offer? Um, you know, there are many, many benefits out there. How do we make sure that we are getting all of those things and obviously mitigating those risks and avoiding those downfalls, but let's work together to, to find the great stuff online, find the good people online, find the things, the, the good things to follow, find the good things to do with the technology and find the positive ways to incorporate it into our lives as just one element of our lives as well it doesn't have to, to take over and be everything it's just a tool that we use but how do we do that in the best way possible while still keeping those important values and all of those other things that we hold dear still ensuring that they um, form part of our lives as well fantastic so I think that you know for parents to have both that protective factor and the you know the, the nurture and thrive happening um, they're not mutually exclusive. So maybe some, maybe some couple of top tips for helping children thrive. Look, I think helping children thrive means as a parent, we do need to get involved so that we can, A, learn about what they're doing. We do want to be aware. We're not going to keep up with every single app or every single site they visit. We're not expecting that to happen. But we are expecting parents to have some understanding of what the technology is capable of so they know the sorts of challenges that their children are going to face. And when we understand what's out there and what the technology is capable of, we can support our children um, by um, helping them understand this world, letting them know that, that we're there and that, that they can come to us should things go wrong because... They will make mistakes, um, but we want them to be those little mistakes that they learn from, not, obviously not, not the devastating ones. And I, I have to say when I've had things that have gone wrong with children or young people, um, you know, they've got it in over their head online or something, something quite bad has happened, every time I say to them, why did you feel you couldn't go to mum or dad? You know, why, why couldn't you? You must have known this was getting out of hand. Why didn't you go to mum or dad? And their response is always, always the same. Their response is always because they wouldn't understand. They wouldn't understand. They would tell me to shut it down. They would tell me to turn off the game. They would tell me that in my day we went outside and we rode billy carts and we talked to our friends face-to-face -face and all those sorts of things. And, yes, we may be, you know, pining for those days, but they are not at those days now. So I think it's important that kids know we have some understanding of what they're facing. We have some understanding of the technology. We don't want to make it the bad guy because we don't want to build up that us versus them mentality. I'm not saying we have to love it and embrace every element of it or we have to you know, sit there and, and play every game with our child, but we do have to have an understanding of it so that our kids know that you get it, we're not going to take it all away from you if something goes wrong, we're not going to shut everything down and ruin your social life for the rest of your life. We, we want our kids to know that we, we understand the stuff that you love to do with it, we understand why you like it, um, uh, we, we know the important role it's going to play, so we're not going to be uh, taking it away from you, but we do want to make sure that we're managing it and controlling it and that you um, you are, are, are well and healthy in this space. So we want to know that you, know, you to know that you can come to us should things go wrong um, so that we can work together to, to make it better for you um, and, and make sure that it is a positive addition to your life. So I think that uh, learning about it... Um, Continuing those conversations with your kids, having conversations, not just uh, lecturing them on, you know, what goes online stays online, all of that stuff. You know, our kids are getting pretty good at that stuff now. They want more of that conversation to make sure that, you know, they know that we're there supporting and guiding them through it as well. Thank you to our guest speaker. We hope you enjoyed today's topic. Want to know more about this podcast and other VPC podcasts? Please visit the VPC website, vicparentscouncil.vic.edu.au and leave a review. 
We would also welcome you to contact us if you would like to be our guest or if you have a topic around parenting and education. Thank you to Melbourne singer Emma Sydney for her permission to use her soundtrack, Cherish. Until next time, thank you for listening.